welcome everyone to a new episode of the Faith Experience. I'm Erica Lee. And I'm Rochelle. And oh my goodness, we are so excited to be with you guys again. Um, this topic is a, a good one. They all are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you know what? We we just want to bring realistic, um, everyday life experiences and really just connect how our Heavenly Father can really uh, help us through life, period. Yes, and we need Him every moment. We do. And that's what brings me to this topic because we're, we're needing Him now more than ever because our topic tonight, guys, is on deception, the yes. spirit of deception. When I think of about deception, if I just sit and I look at what's going on in the world today, what I may be experiencing on the workplace, what I may be experiencing in my home, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what I may see walking on the street, deception is everywhere. Yes. And Rochelle, I just want to talk about it because we know the word of God says that it will be growing even more as the time passes, right? Yes. Many will believe, uh, especially when it comes to things of what the word of God said. Right yes. now you're seeing in society um, many things go against the word of God. Yes. And, and we know, we know that's going to get worse and worse until the time that he comes to return. Exactly. And so I want to bring us, I want to open up with a scripture because this scripture, Jeremiah nine and six basically lets us, makes us aware of this expectation. It says you live in the midst of deception and in their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me declares the Lord. Mm. And I want to, open with that one because he's letting us know that this is what we can expect. We can expect a world filled with deceit. And we can also expect that it exists because many people will not acknowledge our creator. Yes, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing that more and more when, um, how do we deal with deceit? How do we know if we're being deceived mm. and hope what the hope that we can have in him? So that's kind of how I see this, this topic flowing tonight, Rochelle. Okay. I got you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, so first talking about deception. Mm-hmm. Now we can experience deception when it comes in relationships, because we've had podcasts about relationships. Now, yeah. whether that's a relationship, a, a love relationship, a, a romantic relationship, or a family or a friend relationship, mm-hmm. there's so much that so much deceit that we can experience in all areas of our lives. And deception always starts in the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to bring us to Jeremiah 17 and nine. And then um, I want you to kind of give me some feedback, Rochelle, on this. What it really, when you hear the scripture, what it really means to you. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Well, when I hear that, the first thing that I think about is, you know, the sin that befell man because of our poor choice or decision. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we got to go back to in the Garden of Eden, God created everything beautifully and wonderfully, and we had everything at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. And because we allowed the enemy to deceive us, 
right um you know then then we ate from the fruit that Mm -hmm. we were forbidden to eat from and you know and because of that all kinds of curses were brought on man because basically we we did wrong and and our father got upset with us and we had consequences so um the first thing i think about is we we just naturally have this desire to sin yeah and um you know that's why they say the flesh is weak so it sounds like if it is kind of innate or in us to sin then that sounds like we have to do everything that we possibly can to fight against that but you know with accepting the holy spirit god also gives us some weapons and and some (laughs) some abilities to do things with sin that otherwise, if we're not accepting God and having the Holy Spirit inside of us to help us fight that battle, you know, without that, it, it's really hard to fight. Um, so he gives us the ability to to choose no, to choose, yeah. you know, that we want to do the right thing. And we have all the power inside of us to do that, but we have to make that choice. That just makes me think of the fall of man. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, girl. I love how you broke that down because what I'm hearing is, we cannot do anything up on our own, especially when it comes to our heart, because when Jeremiah says, who can know it, right? Yeah. Who can understand it? Mm-hmm. Only God knows what's in our heart. And we can be deceived by our own thoughts, right? Yeah. We can be deceived by our own emotions. Mm-hmm. And we need the help of his spirit to be able to overcome. Yeah. The moments when we are tempted, when we are uh, when we are risking walking out of God's will. So I love that you really attach that scripture to a sinful nature, right? Being right. natural God. When we receive Christ, we receive His Holy Spirit. That's right. And it is not our power, but through the power of His Spirit that gives us the, the ability. possibility, the ability, right? Um, to overcome mm-hmm. a sinful nature, right? Yes, and so, I, so good breakdown on that. Um, so you made me think about something. Um, mm-hmm. So when we think about deception, it can be on so many different levels. You know, you you mentioned that you know we can deceive ourselves. We can allow yes. ourselves to be deceived. Um, then we can be deceived by others. You know, like you said, loved ones, or you know co-workers, um, acquaintances, associates, but then we can also be deceived by entities. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could, you could start as small as a church, um, mm-hmm. a group, um, yes. we could make it all the way up to the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Another topic. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, and I, I, I'll stop right there, but, you know, just to say that it's on, it's so many different facets to deception when you look at it like that, that uh, basically, I mean, we're fighting every moment, every second of mm-hmm. the day. Um, and oh, then, you go so ahead. Girl, I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. Okay. And, no, and then the last thing I was going to say is just looking at different ways, you know, that we can be deceived. We can also be deceived secretly or out and open. It could be something right. that's behind our back that we have no knowledge of. And it could be something that is just overtly in our face and that we're just being, you know, boldly lied to in our face. That's right. Uh, All great points. Um, 
What was your thought? What was your thought? Holy Spirit, help us tonight. <laughs> you know, listen, I mean, I, I God took me to this scripture before we, before uh, we started recording tonight. I was mm-hmm. sitting in the midst of like, God, I said, God, what do you want your people to hear about the spirit of deception? Mm-hmm. And just to the, the comments that you just made, it brings me to Colossians 2 and 8 because he warns us about um, seeing to it that no one deceives us. And it says, this is God's instruction. It says, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deception, deceptive philosophy. So mm. you bring up entities, oh. which depends on human tradition and elemental spiritual forces of the world rather than on Christ Jesus. Yes. So good. Yes. yes. Many are deceived even in the physical bodies of the church. And God warns us of this exact deception, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and here's his, his instruction at the end, this last scripture that says, um, dep- uh, which depends on human tradition and elemental spiritual forces of the world rather than on Christ Jesus. And mm-hmm. so here's the hope that we can have. The hope that we can have is that we have a way to decipher if we are being deceived or not. And that's through the word of God. Yeah. It does not line up, honey. It ain't line up. That's right. Make it make sense through the word of God. (laughs) That's right. His word is the truth. And if we're leaning on the world or leaning on something that that contradicts his word, the truth, then we're being deceived if we believe it. You know, and so many people are church hurt, hurt. But we have a responsibility as believers, you know, um, to truly be able to go in and and search those scriptures for ourselves. We have to study, as the word says, study to show ourselves approved. Meaning, I don't care if it's a a pastor, a bishop, a prophetess. If whatever is being spoken, you cannot find that in in the word of God, then that is deception. If it's a half truth, it is a, a whole lie. Okay, so we have to really be able to search the scriptures and say, like, it can be it can be a minister that I really, really love and that I'm getting fed. But I have made it a habit to say when I hear some, oh, what what scripture is that? Let me go and look it up, you know, because I want to make sure that I am not being deceived or led astray. Yeah, you know, it's very tricky sometimes because the way that the enemy works is that. Mm. Cunning, cunning. Yes, he's very cunning. So even when we think that we're well versed in something, there may be one little, one little thing, you know, or detail or something that you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, I didn't realize that I've never heard that before. And if you do not take the time to go back and search the scriptures for that, you know, Mm -hmm. then that is on you because we can't just believe what anyone says. This is why it's a practice to go to church with your Bible. And when the preacher says, this is what we're reading, you open your Bible and you turn to that verse and you follow with it. Absolutely. You know, because nowadays we have those uh, ear ticklers, you know, the the motivational (laughs) speakers. Everybody wants to be a speaker. You know, I I was just having this discussion um, with with a, a good, good friend, a sister in Christ. And we were just having this discussion that, 
we are having so many people in the church that's so concerned about having a business that they're attaching business to the word of God. And you can't do that. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that because then the, the, the scripture gets misconstrued and then you have motivation versus deliverance. Well, I think here's my caveat to it. Here's how I look at it. Um, I think that there is a clue that mm-hmm. we can look at when you're trying to figure out if something is of God. Um, and the hint is through that person's work or works or their words, are they trying to glorify God or themselves? Mm. Mm. You know, what is the, what is the main theme of what this person is doing? Are they pointing to themselves or are they pointing to Christ? Exactly. Yes. So good. It'll come out. If you listen long enough and you pay attention long That's enough, it. it'll come out. It'll come out. And you'll just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> very true. Um, and and that's why we also get those instructions instructions right to really uh baby check every spirit. Yeah. Check every spirit. Um, check every fruit, you know, because again, uh, you know, an apple tree won't yield oranges and vice versa. So, mm-hmm. um, the things of God is the word of God. And if man is glorifying self versus glorifying God, then usually there's a, there's a lot of uh, things that are out of order and there's a lot of deceit in the message. Yeah. Um, question, Erica, can you think of one time in particular that you were deceived by something um, that was maybe a spiritual thing that you were deceived by and and then later found out, oh no, this is not, you know, true to God's word. Yeah. um... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We going to just say it, you know. um, Just say it, girl, say it. (laughs) You know, there's there's always that controversy about once saved, always saved. Uh-huh. And um, I remember coming up and it was like, um, there was always this controversy. Like um, once you receive Christ, you don't have to do anything else. Right. And when I learned that was just a, a um, that was misuse of God's grace. Mm-hmm. I, I was confused. Yeah. I was really confused because we we really have to strive to be righteous we have to really we can't we can't say lord um i receive you come into my life but then we stay in our mess and yeah. we, we we utilize his grace as a as a cop out mm-hmm. if that makes sense so um i had to really understand that that aspect of salvation like no one can pluck me from God's hand if I'm really if I'm really his so right. when I hear when I always hear that once save always save you have to really be able to look at okay but have that person truly been transformed yeah well and and you're right I mean it's something that God only God knows their heart and really only God knows their heart and that's the key to it is your heart has to be changed and if your heart is changed you mentioned the fruit and the tree the yes tree. If your heart is changed, then people can tell who you are by the fruit that you produce. Exactly. Exactly. And coming up, I didn't understand that. Yeah. You know, and that's that is how 
And that's how it's taught in many churches versus really speaking about the character of God and how we are to strive to learn and know about his character Mm -hmm. and really act out in God's character. And when we do fall, it is his grace that is extended, but it doesn't give us a, a pass to stay in our sinful nature. Right. Yeah. Because there, I mean, the word of God talks about those falling away, right? For me, there's a lot of things that the Holy Spirit had to truly show me one-on-one for me to get certain things. And that always brings me to the scripture where it says it is the Holy Spirit that will lead you into all truth. Um, He's our teacher. I mean, I have so many things um, that I've experienced deception at. Yeah. Uh, But that's the first one that comes to heart because that's such an important one to me because Mm -hmm. so many people, when they, when they pass away, they will, they will hear, I, I do not know you because we're missing that. We're not truly giving the whole word of God in the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point that's definitely something that I know a good amount of Christians have maybe even heard in their own church but Mm -hmm. that you know that we struggle with yeah and then what about you what's one um thing that you you can kind of think of as far as deception I am like you I have so many examples um but I guess the biggest one that comes to mind is um that there that you can do enough hard work to earn getting into heaven and that is such a lie um god sent the ultimate sacrifice for a reason yes because because without him making that sacrifice we would not have that ability and um i was raised in a particular (laughs) religion um, which is why now I'm so anti-religion because religion right. is how, how man worships God and I'm about how God wants me to worship him. Oh, um, so good. So good, girl. <laughs> speak on this tonight. Yes. Um, but, but that was the biggest thing is there is no amount of works that you can do to earn your way into heaven. God gives That's that a good one. That's and, a good you know, one. And that's the definition of grace. That's the definition of grace. And then to add to your point, you know, to piggyback on it, once our heart has been changed for God, then you want to do good works because your heart has been changed and you want to do that to show God how much you love him and appreciate the grace that he's given us. Very Um, true. But yeah, that was that was my big thing that I was taught. And once I got out of that, quote unquote, religion then I started to realize so much more. I mean, so many things opened up to me that was like a weight lifting off my shoulders, just realizing how, how awesome God's love is for us, you know? Yes. I mean, so much so that, you know, um, I was also brought to Jeremiah 31 and 33. Mm -hmm. And this is like, the solution for a wicked heart is it speaks about um, it says, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after, after, um, after hope days, said the Lord, I will put 
I would put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts. And it will, and I will be their God and mm-hmm. they shall be my people. Yes. So God is, is saying that God is our hope, our only hope. Yes. We cannot reform our own hearts, but it's through uh, Christ Jesus when we receive him and receive the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. our hearts can truly be transformed um, to be, to, to mimic the nature of God. So um, we can find everything in his word. Yes. It's just amazing how we can find everything in his word. And again, that brings us to the hope that he has given us instructions um, and he doesn't leave us here to live blindly. And it's right. not, it's not in his heart for us to be deceived. So he has given us a lot of instruction and a lot of warning on how to navigate in a world that's filled with deception. Yeah. And then um, we also have a price to pay, you know, if we think that we can live our lives by being, uh, you know, deceitful. Yeah. um, So a verse that comes to mind for me is Luke 12, 2. Okay. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Yes. So anything that we do in the dark will come to light. And, it, you know, it may not come to light in on this earth, but <laughs> all things will be tested by the fire. People may think that there are certain things they can get away with in this life. But, you know, the, the small amount of time that we have on this earth is nothing compared to a life of eternity, you know, and there's two places you can spend it. Yeah. And, you know, I find joy in that scripture because, you know, sometimes we feel like, you know, especially in the things that are unseen, yeah. we may have that question like, God, why, you know, why, why isn't the truth coming out? You know, um, why are they allowed to do, to do certain things towards us or to us or whatever, whatever that may be, whatever area of, in your life that you may be experiencing some form of deception. He's letting us know, you know what I see and it will not um, go without him handling it for us. Yeah. And so I find joy in that because I know he will fight for me. He That's will right. fight for me. In the hidden, in the hidden areas of deception, he will fight for me. When I cannot see it, he will fight for me. And so it brings me so much joy knowing that God really covers me like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. He sees the things that we cannot see. Right, right. All right. Anything else before we close it up? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I think we um, covered a lot of ground when it comes to deception. So I really enjoyed this episode. All right. Well, let's close in prayer. I'll go ahead and close this up. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word tonight, Lord. We thank you uh, for your Holy Spirit, Father God. Lord, we ask that every ear be open, Father God. We ask, Lord, that you search our hearts, Father God. Lord, reveal to us when we are in moments of deception, Father God, and when and when we are not and we cannot see, Father God, be our eyes, Father God. Let our hearts remain um open towards you, Father God, and let us continue to seek you, Father God, and seek you more now than ever, Lord. Lord, I lift everyone up before you right now. Those that are lost, Father God, I pray that you meet them where they are. Those that are hurting, Father God, I ask that you heal their heart, Father God. 
those that are lost, Father God, I ask that you send labors along the way, Father God, that your word, your light will be shown through them, Father God. Lord, we just pray that more will come to know you, will come to love you, Father God. We give you all the glory tonight. We thank you and we honor you, Lord God, for this podcast. And Lord, both me and Rochelle ask that you continue to use us for your glory. Put aside our own, our own wills, our own way, Father God, and let us do what you would have us to do um, daily, Lord God. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we plan to bring you more great episodes in the future. Please tell others about our podcast that you think will be interested. And if you have any comments or questions for us, you can email us and our email address is found on the um, main page to our podcast site. And we hope that you join us weekly as we explore together the faith experience. Mm -hmm.